You're listening to the Fat Boy Show. My name is Fat Boy, and it's an amazing Tuesday, the 25th of May. We are in the final week of May, so enjoy it for every remaining moment that it still has this month of May. We're soon going to be ushering in June, and uh, wow, we're fast approaching the midway point of 2021. Time flies. If you didn't know that before, you know it today. Well, speaking of time flying, eh, one of the things that just makes uh, life uh, quite uh, challenging um, is uh, our economic situation, particularly for the youth who previously were kids, but in a blink of an eye turned into adults and are finding themselves struggling to survive. That's how quickly time is flying. So what do we do? Uh, Many people have appealed to the government to step in to offer some form of assistance. So I don't know if this, uh, what I'm about to share with you, will serve as some form of good news for the struggling youths of Uganda. A total of 300,000 youth from 18 districts in five subregions are going to be benefiting from 149 billion shillings, which will come to them in the form of a livelihood fund. This five-year program will support the youth aged between 16 and 35 years for them to access financial services and products, acquire skills to manage farms, and access markets for their agricultural produce. This program, known as Young Africa Works in Uganda, markets for youth. It's targeting 210,000 young women, 90,000 young men. Hmm, talk about sexism. (laughs) Why are we directing three times more resources to young women compared to young men? Hmm? But that's okay. Uh, More on that later. Also, 30,000 refugees stand to benefit from this fund, uh, in addition to 15,000 young people who are living with disabilities. The Livelihood Program, which aims to make agriculture an attractive business venture for the youth, is co-funded by a humanitarian aid agency known as GOAL, as well as the MasterCard Foundation. The districts to be targeted include Hoima, Chikube, Kabarole, Kasese, Kamwenge, Chegegua, Fort Porto, and Kiriandongo. Other beneficiary districts are Dokolo, Apach, Lira, Kitgum, Pader, Moroto, Lamu, Abim, Karenga, and Kotido. Do you think it's going to help uh, the young people, or is this just another one of those uh, projects that's not going to do anything? Uh, what do you think? Uh, projects that are normally from non government organizations sometimes actually yield positive results as compared to those that are spearheaded by government agencies. So it could work. Okay, well, I like the idea of trying to make agriculture more attractive. Yes. It's funny because when it comes to agriculture, what do we see? We see that it is mostly the older people Mm. that seem interested in it. Here's the irony, is that young people shun uh, uh, careers in agriculture you know, in favor of more office, uh, clerical, or, you know, corporate type jobs, right? Mm Because that's the prestigious, like, uh, in-demand kind of work that people want to do. But then when you look at the people that have been through all that, like, corporate life, a lot of them, after they retire They go into farming. They go into farming. (laughs) Best example. Best example. Robert... Former New Vision uh, CEO, CEO, Robert Kabushenga, who has now just uh, jumped into farming and, you know, he's doing great stuff. He's out there tweeting about the, you know, he puts up pictures of his farms, of Mm. his tractors, his his vehicles and all the ways in which he's trying to get into agriculture, which, I mean, okay, he's a a very, uh, he's a mature man. And he has a great um, deal of wealth, I think. So (laughs) it seems almost... uh, 
I don't know uh, whether to call it tragic or unfortunate, but why would he have had to wait till the twilight of his, you know, of his life, his twilight years, to get into agriculture? Yet uh, he spent most of his more uh, energetic years seated behind a desk. You know, so during the time you have all the energy, you're sitting on your butt filling out uh, reports, uh, and then when you're old. And then and, and weak, that's when you want to get out there and start farming. But sitting on his butt and feeling reports got him the money that has afforded him this. Because agriculture is not a cheap venture, if you didn't know that. And I think he wants to do it on a large scale. So, yes, it got him money. Plus, do you think he's going to be the one that goes to the farm to do ah. the work? Of course not. <laughs> no. He's going to create jobs for people that are going to work on his farm. And I also don't think he has just started this whole farming thing. Probably he's adding in more money, more resources to make it even more, uh, um, to, to make it more productive. I see. Yeah. But then uh, going back to the youth, it's good to make the youth interested in agriculture because believe you me, there is money in that sector. I feel like they have only scratched the surface for now. So if more youth get into the business, then probably Mm. the industry, the sector will grow even further. But also whoever does public relations and branding for agriculture needs to stop using images that are depressing. Have you seen like a catalog (laughs) or a magazine cover for an agricultural uh, sector? They will have this woman that doesn't look nice at all, (laughs) (laughs) smiling, saying, oh, since I started farming, I am happy. I'm taking my children to school. In other words, the the messaging doesn't convey a sort of a glamorous picture. It doesn't. Which would otherwise appeal to younger people because young people are attracted to glamour. Yes. Uh, And so if you're showing them images of really just a struggling person, Mm -hmm. like a peasant really, Mm -hmm. in the village, uh, it's it's not it's not going to be very attractive to young people who would no. rather look cool seated behind a desk. Yes. So show me an image of someone that looks like I do, and you tell me they have been successful at agriculture. Well, you know, if I were the one in charge of the messaging, uh-huh. uh, or you know, in order to get young people more attracted to agriculture, uh-huh. my strategy would be to get women involved in the messaging. Because part of why, uh, especially men, why they might shun uh, a life as a farmer mm. is because it may not look cool enough to get the chicks, right? Because <laughs> let's face it, which slay queen is going to date you when she knows you're a farmer somewhere? You know what I'm saying? I will date you if I know you're a farmer and you're making good money and you can clean up good. No, as you would rather date me. When I'm earning 500000 but as long as I work in Absaban or Stanby, uh, compared to if, if I were earning $10 million as a vanilla farmer, you'd uh, be like, hey, you lack, you don't have style. If you look haggard <laughs> and rugged, yeah. I'm not going to give you the time of day. Exactly, and yet you would give me just uh-huh. some uh, some dude in a corporate job, you know. It, Kumbe, you're broke. I could be broke up to my, to my neck. <laughs> Buried in debt. Uh-huh. But hey, I sit in a nice air-conditioned office on uh, Kampala Road, so of course the hot girls are going to want to date me. And I'll tell you this, as a former banker, 
I don't know any industry that has broke people like the banking industry. <laughs> <laughs> Leave alone the guys at the top. Uh-huh. Those, of course, earn large salaries. But people, th- these things to do marketers, uh, uh, things like sales agent, uh, people that work in the branch, their salaries are depressing. Is it now? Wow. So I would get uh, the women if I were in charge of this messaging. I would encourage them to go out with guys that are farmers because if they started giving guys who are far into farming a chance, like if they started prioritizing farmers over bankers, more men would pursue farming as a vocation. As because, a way to get women. Hey, that's how to get... Ch- <laughs> there is no greater motivation for a man than the notion that the activity in question is going to increase his chances of success with women. Why do you think men buy fancy cars or buy big houses? It's because men they buy... think it's going to get them the ladies. No! Men buy fancy cars because they like toys. It's the, not that. The you, older they get, the bigger the toys. Trust me, if a woman would be comfortable living with us in a box, uh-huh. a box is what we would live in. We aspire for luxury because that's the, the chick magnet. You see. So you th- are you trying to say that that's the reason why a man will spend a thousand dollars on an Italian made suit? Of course, it to impress girls. <laughs> if girls really? didn't care about fancy Italian suits, do you think a guy would waste that money? I think it's also to uh, to to you know to to look to fit in with their mates in the boardrooms, business Olive, meetings at the country you your club. Pro- <laughs> your problem is you don't want to play your part. Can you please? Your next boyfriend must be a farmer. Let's encourage the ladies to date farmers, and that's more men would get into farming without having to spend all these billions in these projects <laughs> to encourage the, the youthful men to get into farming. I will date a farmer that makes good money. A farmer that will afford to give me the life I deserve as Olive. Uh, if he's rugged, mm-hmm. if he's haggard, if he doesn't take care of himself, I don't want him. Ouch. But if he has the money and lets me to upgrade him like Beyonce said, uh-huh. I am all for it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I will that's... upgrade him with his money. <laughs> Well, that's a step in the right direction. <laughs> You're listening to The Fat Boy Show. Stay tuned for more great music. Uganda's King of Radio, unleashed and unplugged. The Fat Boy Show.